Hello everyone, this is Tony again, and I just want to thank you for uh, taking time to listen to our podcast, whether you're exercising, you're driving in your car, you're at your computer at home, wherever you're at. I'm just so thankful and honored that you would take the time to listen to our podcast. I do so. I do want to say this um, today. You know, we're beginning 2021 um, with our podcast. In the past, we've we put out a lot at one time, and then we've taken breaks. And we're, our goal is to stay very consistent in 2021. Our goal is to put out one to two podcasts a week. We'll definitely put out one, but uh, we're moving towards two a week, probably on. Wednesdays and Fridays, and we're also working on our blog. So we want to put out the best we can for you. We want to give you the best so you can uh, grow. Uh, We pray that our words inspire you, equip you, and empower you to lead wherever you're at. You could be at your home. You could be on the job. You could be in a ministry. um, You could be in school. Wherever you're at, I believe that God has called you to influence your world to lead in your world, to make a difference in your world. You and I are called to be salt and light, and I believe that that God has equipped us, He's empowered us, and we pray that these scriptures and these teachings um, continue to help you grow and uh, be everything that God has called you to be. Today we're going to be talking about a very familiar passage. Uh, we're going to talk about two scriptures um, Galatians 6, 9, and 10, we're calling this do good and reap a harvest. It says, let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. And that's Galatians 6, 9, and 10. You know, I I hear this passage quoted many times. Uh, A lot of times we'll use this when we're... um, doing an offering, or we're doing a confession. Um, But, you know, and and a lot of times we just talk about verse 9, but verse 10 is just as important, and we want to put those together today. Um, We want to look at both of them and see how they can apply in our lives. You know, Paul's talking to the Galatians, and he's saying, let us not grow weary. That's how it begins. Let us not grow weary in verse 9. And it said, you know, according to Strong's Dictionary, weary means this, to lose heart. And it's it's, it's, it's very vital for the believer not to lose heart in sowing. And when we say sowing, we're not just talking about money. We're talking about love, peace, joy. We're talking about um, attributes that are going to influence others. We're sowing kindness to people. And um, he's saying, let us not grow weary. You know, so let's look at that. How can we not grow weary? Before we get into that, I just want to say this. We all have times in our race with the Lord that we have the opportunity to grow weary. I know personally I have. There's times where we do good, we do good, we work, we we labor, we we try to obey God, we, we give, we... So we're, we're doing all these different things and, and the enemy, and you need to understand this, there is an enemy that attacks you. He not only attacks, he attacks you in every facet of your life. He'll attack your relationships. He'll attack your money. He'll attack your um, emotions, your mental capacity, your spirit, man. And that's why it's so important that we fortify 
um, our being, that we take care of ourselves. And when I say take care of ourselves, we spend time in God's Word nourishing our spirit. We eat right. We exercise. We get enough sleep. We spend time with our family. We're not always serious, but we have fun in life. And it's very important that we guard those areas and that we fortify those areas. You know, there's a little song that keeps going off in my mind, you know, or in my spirit lately. I get up and, and it's it's been around a little while, but just recently uh, it kind of came in and and um, it's, you know, the, this is how I fight my battles, you know, and it, it talks about worship. It talks about praise. With my hands lifted high. This is how I fight my battles. You know, I may be surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you talking about God. You know, the reality is, is, you know, we need to know how to fight our battles. And that song is saying that I'm going to praise God in the midst of the battle. That's how I fight my battle. And I want to tell you this, that when you do get weary, begin to praise God and God can begin to strengthen you. So how, how can we not grow weary? Hebrews 12, 3 says this, For consider him, talking about Jesus, who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. You know, when we consider Christ and what he went through, here was a man that was sinless. He never cheated. He never lied. He never um, um, overate. He, you know, those are, that's a sin, by the way, gluttony is. He never um, did anything out of character that wasn't good. He, he was a man of great character. And yet, in the midst of that, he endured hostility from sinners against himself. When we consider what he went through, what we go through is so much less. And I believe there's a scripture in Hebrews that says this, that he's, he's able to help us because he went through what we went through. And you know, that's the good thing about Jesus is he came here. He went through all the tribulations. He went through all the trials you and I go through, even more. And when we look at that, we can say, man, you know, nobody has nailed me to a cross. Nobody has whipped me with a, a whip that tears the flesh off my body. I haven't been spit on. I haven't been thrown in prison for Christianity. I do live in America. Uh, I know other countries, they've, they've endured um, worse than we have here. So when we consider Christ, we, we don't need, we, we shouldn't lose heart because number one is he overcame the world. And he empowers us so we can overcome the world again. You know, when we focus on who and what Christ has done and what he went through so you and I can have fellowship with God, it brings things into perspective. You know, when I, when I served in Desert Storm, I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't much like being in the desert. I think one of the hardest things for me being over there was the loss of control. You couldn't go call somebody when you wanted to call somebody. You couldn't go get certain foods when you wanted to do that. You couldn't sleep in when you wanted to sleep in. You were always just go, go, go. You know, you were training, you were guarding, you were working. And I can remember, now keep in mind, uh, a little background on me. My dad was military. My dad served in the Korean War and he, can, he served in the Vietnam War. And, but, you know, the, Korea, if you've ever been there, that's all hills. That's a lot of, of hard work. If you've been to Vietnam, you know, there's a lot of jungles. It's a lot of heat, a lot of swamps. 
Desert Storm was in the middle of the desert in the winter, so we only had a little bit of heat at the beginning. And it was hot, don't get me wrong. But I can remember in my mind sitting down at night thinking, man, I, I, I don't, I hate being here. I want to get this war on because we were on the ground seven months before the war even started or before the ground war. And I can remember thinking, I, I, I despise being here. And then I can remember thinking, man, I'm glad I'm not where my dad was. I'm glad I'm not in the jungle. I'm glad I'm not climbing mountains in Korea. I'm glad I'm not going, I didn't go through what he went through. And when I would do that, it would bring things into perspective for me to the fact that it wasn't that bad. And you know, as Christians, a lot of times the enemy wants to get us stirred up. He wants to get us focused on fear. He wants to get us worried about what's going to happen. And a lot of that stuff never even comes to pass. So don't let him do that to you. It'll make you weary to where you, you, you won't want to run your race and you'll lose your harvest. You know, Paul continues the verse with this. Let us not grow weary in doing good. Each one of us has the opportunity to do good or bad every day. We can help and uplift others or we can put them down. It's our choice. But as we'll find out, we will reap what we sow. So every day you and I have a choice. I can be uh, grumpy. I can be, you know, somebody told me the other day, they said, well, he's, he's, you know, somebody was acting up, one of my children. Well, he's had a rough day. And my comment was, we all have rough days. But even if we have rough days, we choose our attitudes. We choose how we respond to people. Now, as a child, he's learning that. But me as an adult, I'm going to be very honest with you. There's times um, where my job can be stressful, where... Um, I have the potential to to really grieve because I work with hospice and we lose a lot of people and you get attached to people when they pass away. Sometimes it's very, it can be difficult, but it's very important to me. And I, I determine this and I'm not always consistent with this, but I sure do try. I, I, I try not to bring that home because when I go home, I want to have fun with my kids. I want to, um, you know, enjoy my wife's company. I want to be in a a different place with them. There's times, and I I learned this from a man when I was in Bible college, a minister made this comment. And at the time I wasn't married, so I didn't fully understand what he was saying, but now I do. He said, there's times I sit in my car and I just pray and, 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 and I speak in tongues and I, and I, I get my mind right before I walk into the house, because I know when I walk in the house, I need to help my wife with my kids. I need to help in the house. I need to be present. And and I've had to do that many times where it's like I'm going to go home and not be in the mood that, you know, shows what kind of day I had because I've choose my attitude. And we all have that, that um, you know, opportunity to do that. You know, we can lift other up, others up or we can put them down. You know, when I was in the Army, I always tell the story when I talk about this. I remember being a young private in, in Germany and I was sitting in a circle with a bunch of guys and uh, there was a new guy, a new sergeant. He had just got promoted. He was very young. He was very mature, uh, very unfair, very authoritative, uh, just authoritative, just very, um, um, he lacked a lot of people's skills, but he had got promoted and he was outranked the other people. So he was in charge. We're sitting in a circle. I didn't know him personally. The other guys had been working for him and they were complaining about him. And they were telling about how bad a person he was. 
you know, how he was, uh, you know, just young and just arrogant and all these different things. And I noticed one guy was sitting there and he was from uh, Florida. He had a real deep accent. I think he might have been from Tennessee. But I remember looking at him and I said, well, you're not saying anything. And he said, well, let me tell you. He said, my mama raised me that if I don't have anything good to say, I don't say anything at all. And I go, well, you don't have anything good to say because you're very quiet. And he sat there for a little while and he thought and finally looked at me and he smiled and he laughed. And he said, well, he's got a good haircut. You know, and and, and that's the way we should think is what is what what is the good we can look at somebody rather than the negative? Because if we want to dig dirt on people, we could do that with anybody. So he, he goes on and he says, the verse continues with, for in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. You know, every believer needs to understand that there is a season to sow and a season to reap, but also realize that reaping isn't just sitting and waiting on God but opening our mouths and saying the right things, speaking God's word and not losing faith. Instead, continue to build our faith. So he's saying this in due season, and there's a scripture, I believe in Hebrews, that talks about faith and patience work together. A lot of times we, we, if you listen to people, and I don't think they intentionally do this, but sometimes when people talk about sowing and reaping, the assumption is that if I sow today, I'll reap tomorrow. But it might be next year. It might be six months. It might be two years. But I will reap, but there is a patience in the crop. If I plant a a seed today of a tree or a tomato or apple or even grass in my lawn, it it doesn't sprout through the grass the next or through the dirt the next day. I have to water it, take care of it. You know, I have to, um, you know, put fertilizer down. I have to do all these things and take care of it. And then it begins to grow. And I have patience. Farmers have patience that their crop is going to, they're going to reap a harvest. You know, we, in the midst of that, that's when, see, it's in between sowing and reaping that many get weary. We need to make sure that we take the time in between and we keep building our faith. We keep confessing our faith. We keep, I don't don't know, maybe you've done this, I've done this, to where I get really um, inspired or my faith is at a certain level and I sow a seed or I, I begin to speak a word or I begin to, to pray about something and my faith is working for day one, day two, day three, day four. And then all of a sudden I begin to lose heart. You know, I begin to get weary. And that's when we, we need to continually build our faith. And that is through God's word and through the fellowship and the worship and spending time with God. Romans twelve twenty one says this. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. If one is not disciplined and prepared to overcome evil, it can overtake you. But we battle evils by doing good. You know, there's examples of doing good. First of all, lift people up with your words instead of putting them down. Sharing your prosperity with others less fortunate. Showing kindness to all people, not judging, but praying for others. You know, when I start, that, I shared about the song earlier about um, this is how we fight our battles. You know, 90% of our battles are in our mind. And what, I, what, I, what the Lord has been doing for me, the Holy Spirit has been bringing to my remembrance, is when I start getting stinking thinking, he begins to, that verse or that song comes up in my spirit. This is how I fight my battles. 
and I begin to praise God. <laughs> and you know what? Your, your thinking changes when you begin to praise God. You know, the key, the, I believe that one of the biggest keys um, is that we overcome evil with good. We live in a world full of evil, but as a believer, we have to act like Christ and do good. Doing good is not always easy, but when we are in Christ, He gives us the ability and grace to do it. As we spend time with God in prayer, worship, and the Word of God, we change from the inside and become more Christ-like. The verse goes on and it tells us this, Do good, especially to those who are of the household of faith. The household of faith are fellow believers that we serve with. God has called all of us to a fellowship, and it is up to us to develop that fellowship and strengthen those relationships. You won't know someone's needs unless you know them. And that's so important. You know, in conclusion is we don't want to we don't want to grow weary. And I want to encourage you, don't grow weary. Do good, especially for those of the faith. Work on you daily. Spend time with God. Worship. Speak God's word daily. You will reap your harvest if you don't quit. Now I want to say this as far as doing good. The the one of the it's it's an interesting thing. The time when you become weary is the time when you need to go bless somebody else. And when you bless that other person, that heaviness begins to lift off of you. So go help somebody this week. Encourage them. Pray for them. Give somebody something. Bless them. Till next time, thank you for listening.